welcome to Your Arts Playground. This is a podcast from Seesaw, Western Australia's premier arts magazine. I'm Rosalind Appleby. And I'm Nina Levy. We're the editors of Seesaw magazine and we're here to give you the lowdown on all the new shows, concerts and exhibitions that are coming up in WA. Get ready for a fast, fun and furious 15 minutes jam-packed with everything you need to know about the arts this month. Welcome to the summer edition of Your Arts Playground. It's going to be a bumper episode. I've got my Lady Grey tea out as I'm going to need the caffeine today, Nina. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I've got my English breakfast. So the first thing we're going to tell you today is some slightly sad news, which is that Your Arts Playground podcast is going to take a bit of a break. But don't worry, we'll be back probably around the middle of 2022. Plus, we'll be continuing to publish bonus interviews with interesting people every now and then. Yeah. And the good news is that this month's episode is going to take you all the way to March as we cover the summer festival season. Before we launch into the festivals, though, Roz, I know you're keen to talk Christmas. I just love Advent. It's such a special time of year with my kids because each day we do something small and fun in our Advent calendar to get ready for Christmas. And, of course, in the Appleby family, some of those things will inevitably involve music. No. And shows. (laughs) I would never have thought of it. (laughs) It's true. There are so many really beautiful gigs around December with Christmas themes. So I've picked out just two highlights. For the most sublime Christmas carols in town, I recommend the Giovanni Consort Carols by Candlelight. They are exquisite performers Mm -hmm. and they always have really classy repertoire. That's at St Andrew's Church in Subiaco. Then there's a new all-female ensemble making their debut at St George's Cathedral. And so the cathedrals created this new group and they're performing Britain's A Ceremony of Carols plus the world premiere of a choral work by the talented composer Lydia Gardner, which is also called A Ceremony of Carols. So lots of really interesting things going on at that concert as well. Oh, it sounds beautiful. Roz, I've just got one exhibition to highlight before we talk festivals. Uh It's nothing to do with Christmas. Sorry, everyone. Um, But it is a really interesting sounding exhibition. And I just received the press release a few days ago. And I feel like it's something actually that everyone should go and see. Mm -hmm. So the show is called Lemon at the Fence. And it's showing at the State Library of Western Australia. And The exhibition uses virtual reality to help West Australians get an insight into the personal experiences of stolen generation survivors. Yeah. So it takes you on a virtual reality recreation of the uh, Carolup Marybank mission, um, which is one of the missions that stolen First Nations children were taken to to live. And so it shares personal stories of First Nations people who were forced to live here Uh, includes a QR-coded interactive portrait experience and a fence art installation. Hmm. Uh, I think what's important about the exhibition is that it's about making visible the loss of family, of language, culture and belonging that these children endured Mm -hmm. and the results of that are still being felt by the survivors and their children. Yes. And now another quick sip of tea (laughs) and let's dive into the summer festivals. 
Yeah, starting with Fringe. Obviously, the program is massive. Fringe World 2022 is expected to be the third largest Fringe festival in the world this year. There's something like over 430 shows with more being added each week. Yeah, so my top tip is to use the Fringe World app, right? It's so much more user-friendly than the website. Uh, It stores your ticket purchases. The genre genre search is great. You can search more than one genre at a time and then you get like a really easy to scroll through list Mm -hmm. of stuff that you might be interested in. And if you want to see what's going on on a particular night or a particular week, it's super easy to refine your search. Oh, and there's this new uh, find a random show function. At least I think it's new. I don't remember it from last year uh, where you you select the function and then you shake your phone. Literally and it, shake your phone. Literally shake That's your hilarious. phone. Yeah. And it suggests a show. Um, yeah. I've done it a few times <laughs> and it's come up with stuff that I would never have thought of. So oh, fun. yeah, quite keen on that. Uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit with my top Fringe World pick and choose the whole program. What? Uh, Yeah, I know, it's naughty. Uh, I'm choosing the State of Play program, which is the State Theatre Centre's Fringe World program. So last year's theme, you may remember, was chess. Yes. This year they've gone, I would argue, a step nerdier and the theme is speed cubing. As in... Rubik's Cube. As in Rubik's Uh, Cube. They've got events and everything. So it sets the tone firmly to quirky, which (laughs) I really like. Um, And I'm particularly looking forward to a show called Impro Musical Bangtown, uh, which is really exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, Yeah. nice. And I, um, from that same program, I can recommend Jamie Michaela's Devil's Advocate. I saw her last show, Daddy, which we've got a review of on Seesaw Magazine. Um, So this is her latest show and looks really cool. And I know um, Dirty Mother... Yeah. by Michelle Hall is a recommendation by David Zampatti who reviewed the development of this show and predicted it will be a must-see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the whole program looks really yeah. great, but those yeah. are just a few we thought we're particularly looking forward to. And um, then outside the State of Play program at Fringe, uh, I'm also interested in a dance show called You Are. It's by a new dance collective called Off Base Dance, and I'm just really interested to see what they do. Uh, it's a, a dance artist, Tyrone Earl Ray Robinson, who's very cool, uh, working with Shuling Wong as his executive director. She's also um, a very interesting artist and arts manager. So, yeah, interested to see what this particular pairing produces. Mm. And then in visual arts, there's a show called Here Now 22 Outside In at Spectrum Project Space, which is at Edith Cowan University. It's a group show that sees local artists using recycled, repurposed and discarded materials to make art. And it's aiming to raise, raise awareness of environmental of the environmental impact of consumerism. And then... There's a couple of circus works that I'd also recommend. These are works Good. that I've seen before in previous um, iterations. Yeah. So Down Rebound by Acrobatch, which is local circus artist Simon Wood and Ben Kotowski-Smith. Um, I saw this in the Perth Circus Festival and it's so sweet. It's not just acrobatics. It dives into their friendship in a way that's touching but also really funny. Lovely. And then A Simple Space by Gravity and Other Myths, which is also circus. I saw it in 2018 and I'm still raving about how joyous it is. Um, (laughs) There's a review of that on the Seesaw website, which you can check out. And don't forget anything we send you to, we'll put in the show notes. Yes. Yes. So I'm picking out a few kids program highlights 
And I love the sound of a B story. It's co-created by dancer Robbie Curtis and musician Lizzie McRae. So it's physical theatre incorporating circus, acrobatics, dance and live music. I think Lizzie plays the flute amongst other things. Queen Bee, it's about Queen Bee and Worker Bee and they need to learn how to work together to rebuild their hive after a bushfire, Nina, but things never quite go to plan and they get into a sticky situation. (laughs) Yeah, lots of puns going through. Awesome. Uh, That that sounds good. And Brat Kids Carnival, just Mm. super fun, high-energy circus show for kids and it's by Breeze Factory. Yeah, right. These guys are just getting better and better. When I interviewed the team at Fringe World for my feature article, on the festival program producer Carly Baker recommended the Briefs Factory Adult Circus Show which is called Bite Club so this is their kids show created especially to get children excited about expressing themselves expect hula hoops at top speed and acrobatics at crazy heights and clowning antics just yeah it looks really fun yeah that sounds awesome And then I also wanted to give a shout out to the Summer Nights program at the Blue Room Theatre. So Summer Nights was always my starting point for Fringe World, both Mm. in terms of choosing shows to review, but also just choosing shows I personally wanted to see. They didn't happen last year. No, they didn't. The Blue Room had lost its Australia Council funding and I think in combination with the pandemic they needed time to regroup. Mm. So I'm really thrilled that they've come back with a program that's smaller than before but very concentrated. So it's 12 shows over three weeks now it's actually not part of fringe world uh but you should definitely check out the program which includes some very cool and quirky new work um their bar has been renovated as well and i love that you can still get a relatively cheap no frills toasty it's a hard thing to find in (laughs) perth these days and look all the shows sound interesting and you should definitely check out the full program which we'll include a link to in the show notes but uh, I've got one taster for you, which is a show called Conversations with a Fish. This is kooky. I yeah, love it. sounds great by Gila Milroy. And, yeah, it sounds so kooky. Um, in the media release, the blurb says, um, Conversations with a Fish is a series of choose-your-own-adventure dark comedies that activate democracy and provoke deep reflection upon human existence, <laughs> all told using the metaphor of the fish. <laughs> I love yeah, it. It just sounds like fun. Yes. So moving on to the Perth Festival with the theme of ocean or warden in Noongar. So we started in 2020 with Kala, which is the campfire, the home. We went down to the river Bilya in 21 and now we're at Warden, which is the ocean leading into Jinda, which is stars for next festival. And I just love Mm. these almost mystical themes, aren't they? Beautiful. And the ocean in particular is such a huge part of the identity of West Australians. So the theme of Warden opens up so much storytelling. And, of course, director Ian Grandage teases out both the First Nations history as well as the colonial history and finds ways to weave them together. And Warden also offers so much creative inspiration, don't you think, because of the mm. colour and the movement and the power and the cleansing of the ocean. Yeah, it's a great theme. So the festival is starting this year in Fremantle with Escape, which is a two-day immersive carnival yeah. of music, light installations, there's community participation, there's performance, food, dance. It sounds ceremony. massive. <laughs> it's going for two days. Yeah. And then these oceanic worlds continue to unfold through the festival using music and dance, visual arts, there's film, there's literature, 
Now, Nina, you've talked about what you're looking forward to in your feature article, so aptly titled Take a Surf, the Three Perth Festival. But you mentioned there's a dance show that's since been added. Yeah, so um, please do have a look at my article because I chose a number of shows to highlight that I'd really like people to think about seeing. Um, and you can head to see Sotra read that article, uh, obviously link in show notes. But, yeah, there's one more show. When I interviewed Ian um, a few weeks ago, he mentioned this extra dance show that wasn't confirmed yet uh, called I Liked It But dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and it's by uh, Wiradjuri choreographer Joel Bray. So yesterday I saw that it's actually on the Perth Festival website. Oh, cool. Yeah, although the details of when and where are still TBA. So the show is a pub trivia quiz and it's about the craziest and weirdest stuff that Joel, Joel has ever seen on and off stage. It just sounds like fun. Yeah. I've interviewed Joel and he's super personable and just perfect for this kind of gig. Nice. Uh, I also just want to give a quick shout out to another dance show, which I didn't talk about in my article, called The Ninth Wave, which is by The Farm in association with Co3 Contemporary Dance. Uh, so I'd say the only thing that I find hard about festival season is that I don't get to go to the beach as yes. much as I'd like. But this show is set. At the beach. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it sounds pretty crazy. Yes, I love that. So it's at City Beach and I just love the idea of sitting at the edge of the sand with the beach as the performance space. And apparently there's going to be half-buried cars and other rubbish littered around with the cast of dancers who, as these champagne-drinking fools who are willfully ignoring the warning signs of the end of the world. Mm. It's got a score by regurgitators Ben Eli. Oh, love it regurgitator. Just, it just sounds wild and op- apocalyptic yeah. and like one hell of a party. Yeah, Yeah, nice picnic. Great. I also wanted to give a shout-out to the Visual Arts Program. We've actually got a feature coming up in early January yes, and we'll we talk do. through some of the highlights of that program. But in the meantime, the Sunset Lounge has caught my eye. Yes, nice. Uh, so it's by Taryn Gill, Benjamin Barreto and Nemo Gandasini poirier uh, so Ian described it as um, a day spa moment at the Alex Hotel. <laughs> um, so it invites you to, this is a quote, float on a sea of otherworldly sounds and experience a beguiling dreamscape brought to life uh, at the Alex Hotel. And then you can head down to Shadow Wine Bar to wine and dine under a light installation by Nemo that's inspired by planetary cycles and tidal forces. Uh, All these artists are well known for making work that's transporting and surreal and I'm really looking forward to immersing myself in it. I want to put in a plug for the world premiere of the musical Panawathi Girl by Mm. David Milroy and performed by Yuri Arkin Theatre Company. Nina, could this be the next brand new day? It could be. It could. So David Milroy is the playwright behind the 2011 Perth Festival hit musical Waltzing the Willara. But this story follows Molly Chubb as she goes from the big smoke back to the small country town of her birth at a time of great political change. I just love the sound. There's hippies, there's cowboys, there's noisy politicians on the 1969 federal election trail, there's protesters. The production is directed by Eva Grace Mullally and features an all-star cast of WA performers and Nina it even has Lucky Oceans oh, performing in the band. I love Lucky Oceans. It sounds like a great lineup. 
And I also want to make a note of the Katie Noonan show. Yes. It's, so she's singing at the newly renovated Art Gallery of Western Australia. Yeah. And I think like you, Nina, I've been a fan of Katie Noonan since her early days oh. fronting the indie rock group, George. Absolutely. Her she's, voice. Her voice and just so versatile across jazz and classical as well. So this is a sort of intimate chamber music style event and she's going to be joined by a local string quartet to serenade us with songs from her albums with George, Elixir and some of her solo albums plus some recently commissioned Australian classical works. I just know it will be divine. Oh, yeah. And then topped off with a drink at the new Elevate Bar on the roof of the gallery. Beautiful. It sounds perfect. (laughs) Yes. And that's all we've got time for today. But don't worry, we'll be back next year. And don't forget to check the show notes to remind yourself of all the great shows we've been talking about. Have a great summer. You've been listening to Your Arts Playground, the podcast that keeps you up to speed with shows, concerts and exhibitions in WA. For more information on what's on, head to WA's premier online arts magazine, seesawmag.com.au. And if you like what you're listening to, buy us a coffee while you're there. This podcast was recorded by Rosalind Appleby and Nina Levy and mixed by Gemma King on Wajak Noongar Buja. The theme music, Newsy Hipster, is by Josh Hogan and Ned Beckley of Envelope Audio. We acknowledge the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, and pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Thanks for joining us in Your Arts Playground.